Hello and welcome to the Weird Around Illinois podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a trip we are preparing to take in the near future. It's the Holy Hill um, Basilica and Cemetery up uh, in Wisconsin. It's like just northwest of Milwaukee. Um, there is a rich history in this area of a lot of weird things going on. Um, some of this history goes back as far as the late 1800s. In 1870, there was a report of something called Goat Man. Half man, half goat. Um, I don't know, a the, the little more detail on that. Yeah, apparently, there are most sightings in that time frame and also in the future, it was a hairy, like a very long-haired, like red hair kind of creature. I haven't seen really any details of height, but it the story is that it uh nowadays if you come across it, it will come in front of your car and almost like scare you into driving off the roads. Right. And it it seems to prey on broken down travelers, either from accidents that it causes or people who just have natural breakdowns. Um and also uh the, it says back road lovers, you know, so it, it's one of those lovers lane kind of myths where, you know, when people go and park in the woods to be alone, suddenly goat man shows up. But, you know, unlike some of the other cryptids that we've talked about, goat man seems to be particularly violent. I mean, he's, he brutally mangles his victims and leaves their bodies swinging upside down in the trees. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah so, so if you come across it, do, do not, not get out of your car. car. Right. Yeah, and what you were saying about the lover's lane kind of thing, uh, people have seen uh, something called Hookman, too. Uh, people have seen someone, like, scratching a hook on a window, apparently, somewhere around there. Yeah, that seemed to be, like, the next phase of the Goatman legend. I think that happened in, like, the 1980s that Hookman started appearing, and it was your classic urban legend with... The guy with a hook for a hand, and when people are parked in Lover's Lane, you see him come out of the tree line and scratch his hook across the car. And um, I, I think almost every area has a legend like that. Apparently, this is the one for the Midwest. In addition to these two rather specific legends for uh, the Holy Hill area, we also have our old friend Dogman, although they called him something different. In 2006, there was a sighting of something the papers called a, well, originally they called it a Yeti, but then they amended it to be a bear wolf. But by all descriptions, it matches what we call Dogman. Um, so much so that Linda Godfrey even wrote about it on her website, and she documented sightings from 2004 to 2008 in the area. But one of the most famous cases was... Um, contractor had picked up a dead deer on the side of the road and this bear wolf slash dog man took the deer out of the back of his truck and then in addition to dog man we might be dealing with a bigfoot is the uh, bfro a bigfoot researchers association or organization um has a couple reports in that area probably one of the most interesting one was a report of wood knocks near low lake in 2018 in the Edel Marine State Park area. Um, 
In addition to that, we've got some sort of a weird shadow creature that started popping up between 2014 and 2019. And this was like four feet tall, hairless, kind of grayish brown, runs around on its hind legs. Does somebody close to Holy Hill claim they were having a haunting? And when they delved into it further, they found it was a shadow creature and it matched this description of the shadow creature that other people were seeing perfectly. Now, as we talk about shadow creatures, that brings us to ghosts. In the art farm area, um, just north of Holy Hill, I believe, there's been a, an interesting photo taken of a ghost on the edge of a field. We're going to have a lot of ground to cover when we go there. Um, we're going to have to check out the Holy Hill Basilica, of course. And, uh, apparently it's open for tours and visits and stuff during the day. Um, we have to at least go by the art farm and see if we can find that area where that scary picture was taken of the ghost. Um, there's a cemetery up there, too. Yeah, it is known as Armalite Cemetery. You know, it's it's kind of weird. I've been hearing like it's either just Holy Hill Cemetery or Carmelite Cemetery, but apparently that has a lot of sightings of um like this weird mist that rolls in and then it as it gets thicker you start to notice that there's a humanoid form of a man sticking out of it and people have uh, said that that's more of a ghost sighting but uh yeah it's pretty mysterious i'm <clears throat> i'm surprised they don't see like a dogman come out of it yeah that's uh something a dogman is related to he could be popping out of there I'm not entirely sure that I haven't heard a story of a dogman popping out of that mist. I, I, I'm going to have to go back through some of our old dogman research, but I, I really remember something about a caretaker there seeing that mist form and then being chased by a wolf. I'm going to have to look into that. Hmm. There have also been sightings of this character called the Hermit of Holy Hill, who apparently had killed his... A girlfriend, and then went to Holy Hill to seek forgiveness, and can still be seen. His ghost can still be seen wandering the grounds to this day. Oh my! Yeah. And speaking of people going to Holy Hill for healing, that is a kind of a thing that's central to the mythology. A lot of people believe that there's some sort of magical religious healing power in this site, church in the hill. A lot of people go there, you know, just asking God or Mary to heal them for whatever ails them. So, with all this darkness and and evil that surrounds the place, there's also apparently this this light side of it too. But um, in addition to the cemetery, we have Hogsback Road, which features all those wonderful road roaming killer creatures we talked about yeah now that is where goatman is and i want to point out that the road that's probably a apparently it's a very dangerous road it has a lot of uh dangerous turns and stuff that's according to websites that i've seen of course but that's good to take into consideration okay we'll be driving slowly down hogsback road then. and then we've got the state park nearby with low lake and um that's a uh, that's an area where we've had those wood knocks for Bigfoot, 
and also it just looks like prime dogman territory from everything that i've seen so i think that's one of those places that's worth taking a walk through just to kind of see what's what's out there mm -hmm. so that kind of leads into our search methods i mean the the ghost stuff you know obviously we can bring our emf detectors and we can maybe do some recordings and see if we can get any any uh, vocalizations uh, from from any of our recordings. Um, but when we start looking for Bigfoot or Dogman or things like that, it's going to be the old stuff. We're going to be out walking through the woods, looking for tracks. Cameras at all angles. Yeah, cameras at all, all angles. Uh, as it starts to get dark, we'll use our, uh, our night vision and... Um, I'll use that, that cool infrared light of mine to see if we can pick up some eye shine. Apparently, yep. one of the Bigfoot sightings out there was first seen by eye shine of something about seven feet tall. And then, of course, you know, the next most important thing for me, aside from finding ghosts and cryptids, is finding somewhere to eat. So, um, I took a quick glance at the restaurants up there. Apparently, the Fox and Hound is really popular. And I'm kind of curious to see if that's the same fox and hound that they have down here in Illinois, which is really more of a bar that serves a little bit of food. Um, but this one seems a bit more restauranty than that, so maybe it's not. Um, there's another place called the Copper Dock, which sounded to me like it was going to be some kind of a really expensive seafood restaurant, but it turns out it's just a normal American restaurant. Um, there's a place called the Holy Hills Cafe which is actually in the Holy Hills Basilica complex. Um, apparently they have really short hours, so we'd have to rush to eat there before they close, but uh, supposedly they're not too bad. Huh. And then I think I'd mentioned to you guys before that there was some place up there that was a build-your-own-cookie place. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I did it's... some further research, and unfortunately it is closed. It's closed. Crap. Yeah, I, I don't understand how a build-your-own-cookie place could go out of business, but I don't know. It did. Maybe another time we'll find one. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I think we've got plenty of things to see up there, plenty of plenty of things to look for. Um, and by all means, if any of you listening to this have been to the Holy Hill area and had an experience of your own or heard about an experience, we'd love to hear your stories. Um, if, even if you know a great place to eat up there, we'd love to hear your stories. Um, but my experience is you usually can't go wrong eating anywhere in Wisconsin. They're, they take their food pretty seriously. Um, but as always, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing and telling your friends. And we will be talking to you again soon.